Christmas Eve lovers. I hope you're sitting by a fire, sipping eggnog and wearing your coziest pair of edible undies. I've got a special treat for you, a stocking stuffer that's gushing with pleasure. <laughs> You'll understand that joke in a minute. Here's a conversation I had with my pal Lindsay Brandt about art and orgasms. Somehow I had either gotten out of school or I, w- I was definitely home and it was a school day. And I was in bed and, you know, touching myself and I was like, whoa. I was wrapped her in a cocoon of telekinetic energy. Remember those days when masturbation felt like a superpower? Her potential practically limitless. Like you could be one of the X-Men based on your supernatural ability to melt your own face off. Her mutation is seated in the unconscious part of her mind. I stayed home like an extra two days (laughs) because I was like, I have to just continue experiencing this miracle. So how am I going to do that? This miracle Lindsay's talking about is not just about having your first orgasm. I don't have any memory of feeling strange or bad about it or any kind of like um, moral issue with it just just kind of being mesmerized and tantalized by this new talent she actually was experiencing something different something that might have really piqued professor x's interest it's not covered in sex ed but what really is And it's not something I knew about until a couple of years ago, when it began to have a cultural moment. That is, if you're willing to call pornography cultural, which I am. You know, I'm a nurse. I have to, like, do my research. So I'm going into, like, PubMed and seeing what's out there right now. And, like, studies from 2017 are still asking the question of whether this exists. Lindsay, like she just said, is a nurse. She's also an artist. And art is a great way of asserting the existence of something when it's not seen anywhere else. I guess I'm just so astounded by the fact that female ejaculation is this controversial and elusive event in female sexuality. And that the idea that it like doesn't exist is well for me that that's upsetting lindsay found out she could ejaculate right around the first time she masturbated when she was just 10 years old that was in 1983 the artist annie sprinkle documented her squirting prowess in her video inside annie sprinkle in 1981 It's mentioned in ancient texts such as the Kama Sutra, and supposedly Aristotle noticed that female discharge during intercourse could indeed exceed a man's emissions. Squirting actually has a pretty well-documented history. So why has it only recently become a cultural phenomenon through its popularity in pornography, and not because of the millions of women who have been experiencing it for thousands of years? So Lindsay made what I believe to be the sexiest piece of stained glass art the world has ever seen. I have to kind of continually orgasm for for it to work usually. You might be imagining something fussy or cute, but Lindsay's piece is restrained and clear. 
in both color and intention. A nude reclining woman is touching herself, while pale blue blades of kyanite, the only color in the piece, fountain from her vagina into an ecstatic swirling puddle. I've always wanted to see representation of female ejaculation that somehow embodies the way I feel about it. A celebration of pleasure, sex, and the self. Well, stained glass has a religious connotation or, you know, definitely architectural. It's elevated. You know, it definitely has a connotation of, of power and of light. I wanted to depict female ejaculation in this really ethereal way. Hence the clear glass and not in a necessarily pornographic way. In a way that conveys the subjective experience of it, Lindsay's experience of it. The fact that it's controversial at all, like a lot of women out there are saying that they can do this and people are like, we don't really believe you, you know? And, like, the paradigm hasn't shifted enough to not in some way make invisible this aspect of female sexuality that exists. The heights and depths of our pleasure and our pain are, you know, so hard for dominant culture to assimilate. So like Carolee, like Frida, like Layla, they all had to make art to articulate their invisible, denied, sidelined, mocked, illegal, and very real sexual experiences and desires. If you don't know who Carolee, Frida, and Layla are, then you haven't listened to the first five episodes of Lovers, which means your stocking is now officially bursting with audio gold. Grab some popcorn and some lube and dig in. To all the other lovers who've listened, thank you. This is really the end. No more surprises. Bye. Sing the high and low. Make the silence go.